You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hey, Melissa. Hey, Elisa. It is time for episode 393 of Geekiest Show Ever that we should have hit the record button, what, half hour ago? Like an hour ago. <laughs> We've been sitting here geeking out over stuff. I'm like, we should be recording this. We should be recording this. Okay, so we finally decided to press the record button. Now, what the hell are we going to talk about? (laughs) Well, before we talk about Mastodon that we figured we would probably talk about. Such a tease. Got to tell you, um, I finally got some AirPods, AirPods Pro. Yes, that's right. I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, the price went down. Yep. So it down to 190 times and you kept yeah, having went, an itchy finger. So it went down, it actually went down another dollar on Amazon, but I ended up ordering it at Target online only because that way I could physically go to the store. And yeah, if I sense. don't like them for whatever reason, I can right. easily return them instead of having to go through the hassle of bringing them back to Amazon. And uh, yeah, so I used them for the first time today when I went to the gym. And I have to say that the... The left one kept feeling like it was falling out, but every time I put my hand up, it wasn't. Mm -hmm. So I don't know what that is because my ear canals are not the same. Mm -hmm. What I found like amazing is at the gym, and I'm sure this is true for everybody's gym, it's really loud. You've got the the music going and in different sections of the gym, it's different types of music. Uh, but the, you have the music going, you've got the clanking of the machines, you know, people talking and whatnot. So I put on the noise cancellation. Yep. <gasps> mm-hmm. Amazing, huh? Nothing. Yeah, I heard exactly. nothing. Yep. Because here I am, I'm on the treadmill and I'm watching uh, the Apple Fitness Plus uh, yeah. workout. I'm doing the treadmill workout. And normally I would hear, the, you know, I'd have to put the volume on really loud and I would hear the trainer telling us what to yeah. do. But I could still hear the radio or, you know, in the background. I could hear people walking by. I put on noise cancellation. I didn't hear anything. Yep, that's pretty amazing. Like, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so, so excited later, for you. <laughs> yeah. So later on in the workout, the, the way my gym is set up, you go through another door. It's like a separate room for where the bodybuilders work out. Mm-hmm. And then you go up a, a flight of stairs, and at the top is the track. It's a small mm-hmm. track, but still, you know, you have, I think you have to go around 17 times for a mile. But still, it's a track. People mm-hmm. walk. People run. And I I turned off the noise cancellation. <gasps> what mm-hmm. a difference. Mm-hmm. I, I couldn't hear my podcast. Mm-hmm. I hear they play usually metal. <laughs> at a really loud volume in mm-hmm. that particular area of the gym. Yeah. So it's different music. I could hear that. You can hear all the people clanking their their mm-hmm. uh, equipment. I'm like, holy crap, put it back on. Now you and the, now you can understand why I drive with them on. I can actually hear the road noise and everything better because you know, you can tweak settings and you can adjust sliders and stuff so that you can increase it. They're almost like, dare I say, like a hearing aid in a way. They're like an assistive hearing aid in a way. Yeah. That's why, yeah. in, in fact, one of my kiddos was just talking about this the other day. They were saying how teachers, of course, don't like it when kids are sitting in the classroom and they have their AirPods in or their headphones on. But more and more people, maybe outside of the classroom, but more and more people are getting used to the idea of seeing someone and they know they can see the AirPods in their ears but they they understand that people are wearing them and just using the pass through, you know, they just don't have the noise cancellation turned on and everybody can hear each other. I mean, you know, it's a little bit muffled, but you can, you know, remember we were talking about different features that, that had come out. There's conversation boost. Um, I mean, I haven't I haven't been in enough situations to really try that. I, I always keep forgetting, but I always want to like try that out. But for example, when I the few occasions that I have to go to the Apple store, like I personally, just like you're describing is like, just ugh, it's making me feel all sorts of anxiety, because I do get really overstimulated, like there's just too much going on. And having the AirPods in helps me be able to cope with that kind of stuff. So if I, you know, on the few occasions that I have to go to the Apple store, for example, I cannot stand how it's just a small place and there's it's just packed with people. Everybody's talking because, you know, that's what you're doing there. And there's just so many conversations going on at once that I wear my AirPods Pro, not just because I'm going to the Apple store, but 
uh, I wear them. And I, you were talking about how there's the background noise. That's a feature. I turn on like the, I know you hate the sound of a, of a fake ocean, but for me, it's like very calming and comforting. I turn that on just to kind of give me some, I don't know, it just cancels. It just, it just balances things a little bit better. I mean, I can turn on the noise cancellation and it, and it cuts that out, but I like to leave the noise cancellation off so that I can hear if somebody's talking to me or going to ask me a question like, do you have an appointment or something like that? But I leave the background noises on because it just kind of helps kind of level out the rest yes. of the I haven't looked at any of that stuff. I found that if mm -hmm. I keep the background noise on, it's all buzzing. So I have to look into it more. So yeah, but when that's I was the in white noise setting, there's there's yeah, other the, things you can that was annoying. From. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I haven't. I, haven't, I think that's. I haven't the had the time one. to do that yet. Mm -hmm. So when it, this morning, when I was in the locker room, there were two women. I still had on the noise cancellation, and there were two women talking, and all I, I could hear them kind of, but it sounded more like a TV that was on in the background, mm -hmm. where I couldn't understand what was being said, other than I hear voices. I can hear mm -hmm. people talking. Right. And then when I took the earbuds out, when I took them out of my ear, then all of a sudden it got, it just seemed so loud. And they weren't talking yeah. loud. Yeah, they weren't mm -hmm. talking loud. They were talking at a normal conversation. Mm -hmm. There's like, whoa. <laughs> I, I'm telling you, AirPods Pro makes you pay more attention and you think about things you never thought about in different ways. It makes you pay more attention to your hearing health. And I mean, I mean, not to get gross, but like, it also makes me pay attention to my earwax because I'm, you know, constantly <laughs> cleaning them out to make sure that they yeah. stay clean. Maybe some people are more wax producers than others, but I'm, I'm telling you, get some, I got to find it. I keep telling you I'm going to do this and now, you know, things are going to get crazy for you, but uh, get some memory foam tips. And I, I think you'll feel a difference if it even feels so much as like a little bit loose or something try the tips because I think that will be a game changer for you because it is for me. I mean, they're just so much more comfortable because you do get after wearing them for so long. See, that's the other thing. I always complain about the battery life, you know, four hours, the new ones. Did you get the the brand new new ones or are these the mm -hmm. same the Air, model that yeah, I the have? Air, the Pods 2. AirPods so Pro I, 2. Where are we at with that? Did they release a third generation? No, 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 no. Okay. Okay. So then you have the latest version. So then yours are probably going to last, I think, six hours, I want to say. I think they did increase the battery, the battery length by a little bit. But see, mine only lasts for about four hours. But that's actually not a bad thing. Because like I said, you know, you wouldn't want to wear them so long. I mean, even six hours is probably a long time to wear them. You won't wear them that long. But you know, I'm thinking about teenagers, teenagers or people like me who are working and driving and, you know, doing remote work or you know making phone calls with clients because i've said over and over the airpods pro make my call quality a lot better i can i can put them in my ears and then i can take notes and i can be you know working with the ipad or working with the phone when i'm doing a remote call with a client and it just makes it so much better versus having to put them on speaker or then you know then they're going to hear background noise. I mean, there's all these other little tweaking settings that you'll explore later when you have time, or as mm. you're as you're maybe relaxing if you get a chance. Um, but yeah, I really encourage you to poke around in that stuff and, and look at that because there are a lot more settings that you can tweak. Like for example, I have my left. You know how they each have their own click button on the left and right side. I right. have it set so that on the left side, if I want to use uh, S Lady, um, I usually just say Hey S Lady. But there have been times where I might have to press it. That's rare, but I have that set so that I have to. I can press that, and that will. I think that answers a call. And if I long press on, I think it engages Siri. But I have the right one set to turn noise cancellation on and off. Yeah, mine's so, on the left. Yeah, and see yours. Yours have the. Um, I think they have volume control and stuff. You can like tap them and or swipe or something. Again, I, have I haven't gotten features. that far. I think I think yeah. it said one tap will pause what I'm listening to. Two taps mm -hmm. resumes it, mm -hmm. and three taps. I or no, was it three taps or was it? I forget now. Yeah, see, it's, it's gonna said, be something I, I have to memorize, and I yeah. still don't have it memorized. And I'll tell you why because I use my voice to control just about everything. I don't have to really touch them. The only Really, the only time I have to touch them is on the right-hand side to engage noise cancellation. In fact, I bet if I looked it up, I bet I could ask S-Lady to do that. I haven't tried that yet. That'll be something I can try in the future. But for everything else, you know, volume up, volume down, pause, play, 
um, send a message. That's what that's what you should experiment with as you're wearing them and doing stuff because that's the whole purpose. I like wearing them is I put those things in my ears, and I can I'm you know running around the house doing housework or moving things or working on projects or organizing stuff. My hands are busy, and I can just use my voice and basically talk to myself, and I can control my phone and I can send messages to people. So you should try that as an experiment when you're wearing them next yeah. time. Say hey. The only, the only time I ever wear earbuds in the house is if I'm vacuuming. Because if I'm listening to an audiobook or a podcast, I can't yeah. hear it if I just have the phone in my back pocket. So I right. put my buds in exactly. so I can continue to listen. But otherwise, mm -hmm. if I'm, you know, emptying the dishwasher or folding clothes or whatever it is I'm doing, I just mm -hmm. have the phone next to me. You That's might what I've find yourself done. using these more, especially try try it. That'll be a good test. Try the vacuum and see see how well it, it shuts And the good thing is I got my check yesterday from my health care provider, a you know, health oh. insurance provider, uh -huh. uh, for a refund for the gym, uh, nice. which then I can, which will now pay for my, so when, when, when Tom came home, I said, I got the check. I said, which will pay for the earbuds? And he's just like, okay, dear. <laughs> <laughs> but I do want to mention before we, we switch out of this topic, okay. um, we got some feedback from listener Andrew about our last episode about us talking about wearing different ear pods at work uh, for mm -hmm. workouts. And he said, for gym headphones, I really like these. I think I got them on sale somewhere last year. They never fall out and you can adjust the size of the tips. I like Beats because they work well with Apple products. Mm -hmm. And what he um, gave me a link to was Beats by Dre. Now, isn't that something similar? Don't you have one of these, but it has the wire between them or is that the sound core? I have the sound core, but those are by Anchor. Right. And these are the Powerbeats Pro. What I have, if you look at these, if you look mm -hmm. at the tips, that's what yeah. the tips look like on the beats that I have. Mm, Except I have round. that wire. I mm -hmm. And they fit great. I mean, they are the uh, best fitting earbuds I have ever used. Well, so I love them. Compare that fit to getting memory foam tips on your AirPods Pro and tell me if that's still true. Because I swear the the memory foam is just makes all the difference. I just love the yeah. memory foam. I, I I have no sensation or feeling like they're going to fall out or anything. Um, I get excited when you when you talk about the whole like you know noise cancellation because one of my kiddos, my my little one, he's got sensory processing disorder, and he just got for Christmas a pair of Anchor Soundcore, but they're the over the the head because they're blue and they're really cool. They look really great on him. And I swear he put those on and he didn't even turn them on. He didn't even play music through them. He just loved the noise cancellation. Just the noise cancellation part. He doesn't even have to listen to anything. He just liked them that it made everything quiet around him. And I just saw him just like he put them on and it, like he just relaxed. It was really cool like because he's one of those busybodies is like always around and he just like chilled out. It was really, really cool. And that's what makes me think that it must be that we're just neurodivergent and we get overwhelmed with extra stimuli. I mean, for me, I think it might be a product of aging. I think that something happens to our ears as we age and I can't hear certain frequencies and other frequencies. Maybe they're magnified. Oh, yeah. Like maybe there's something changing in my inner ear, you know, I don't know, maybe you grow more ear hair, or you lose ear hair or something, something changes the way that your hearing works. And I think as the older I get, I get more sensitive to certain noises and sounds. And I like I remember my grandfather, I, I want to say it's called, is it called dysphonia, where you can't hear, you can't stand the sound of people chewing or just certain sounds. I mean, chewing doesn't bother me. Mm. I know some people where it makes them feel like they need to vomit, but there's other sounds that it's hard to describe. It's certain frequencies, certain sounds make me feel nauseous if I hear them. It's just, it's just really, so that's just all to say that I think that these are really great for people with neurodivergence, people who have hearing issues. I just think it can kind of really improve the quality of your life. So I'm really excited that you got them. So I, ho I hope that you, <laughs> I hope that you mess around with them, geek out on them and report back any more new features that you've discovered. Oh, who knows? Because as you right. know, I'm moving and I found out yesterday that I'm moving in three weeks. Three weeks. So Ugh. this will be my last podcast for a little bit. So Melissa, gonna it's going to be up to you to find yep. someone else to <laughs> podcast with because I am like, I am like looking around. I know you can't see, but like yeah. I have boxes yep. 
all over the place. Is- there are boxes in the garage, boxes in the house of things that can't be put in the garage because yeah. it's too cold right now. I have like bedrooms ripped apart. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, trying to sell certain things on Facebook Marketplace, which is just a cluster. Yeah. Uh, I won't even go into that. There's so many scammers and it's just so oh, many people. Yeah, I'll come over and pick up, you know, I'll give you, you know, $50 for that item. And then you're like, yeah. okay, where are you? Have you tried Zelle? <laughs> have you used Zelle for any of that yet? You ever set up Zelle? No. Okay. Because, I mean, no. I've sold through Facebook Marketplace. I've sold on, I, don't, I can't think, I don't think I've ever sold on Craigslist. But suffice it to say, we've sold on Facebook Marketplace and we've had some decent experiences and I hope it stays that way. Um, we've sold just like by putting signs out on the front. In the place where we used to live, it was very, very, very good for yard sales. You know, just people could sell stuff and it'd be gone, you know. So we didn't have a problem with that. Um, but I'm getting ready to list a few things because just like you, now we're a year out, right? We're a year and going on month two, year and year month two since we moved. And sorry to say, but we're still getting rid of stuff. Like we're still purging. Um, we're still like for the last couple of weekends, that's what we've been doing. Going into the garage. It's supposed to be a two car garage, but it's only one car garage because the other side is all stuff that we still have to go through and and we we've been doing that so we now have gotten rid of more things which felt really good and now we're we spent the we spent two weekends because it just we needed to based on the time and the and the, the weather and stuff but we spent two weekends taking stuff out cleaning it taking pictures of it you know now i have to spend time researching it like i have a refrigerator to sell if anybody wants a re- refrigerator let me know <laughs> like okay well what should i price this at and yeah it's it's going to be so yeah, I have to list that stuff too. I'm about ready to go down that path again. But I am thinking about advertising. Like when I put the sign on the box, it says garage sale. I'm going to put garage sale with freebies and then, you know, payments accepted, cash and Zell, and just list those two. So then that way, maybe, maybe I just wondered if maybe if that was put in the listing, maybe it would entice more people because maybe some people are like, eh, I really don't want to have to pull that much cash. Out. I, I don't, know. don't. Well, the, 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 Few things that I've sold, like I sold two things for fifty bucks. So it's or no, actually one was twenty five dollars, one was fifty. Yeah, that's so not that much cash. I, I really, really okay. lowball. But there's other things that I do have that are a few hundred yeah, dollars because it's a bigger piece of furniture. Mm-hmm. I, I don't trust. I don't know. I thought about Venmo because I do have Venmo. See, I would rather trust I, Zelle I over just, Venmo. I don't trust. I don't trust any payment. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plan, it's, whether it's PayPal or I, I don't know, there's just ways that people can get around it mm-hmm. to make you think that you've got the payment. Mm-hmm. And you really don't. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had someone oh, here, here, here's a here's now here's a scam. You'll like this. Okay. okay. So <laughs> like a good the scam. other day, I think it was. Yeah. So I mean, it's a good thing that like you and I know what to look for, mm-hmm. but not everybody does. Yeah, so I've got I have a solid cherry dining room set. Purchased Thomasville, really nice. It's just not the look that I want for the new house. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, it's an oval table, six chairs. Plus, I have a matching hutch. Mm, nice. So I put them. I, I, you it's know, bad I don't live closer. <laughs> took picture. Yeah, I took pictures of everything, mm-hmm. and I'm only asking five hundred dollars. Wow, that's great. I'm asking five hundred dollars for the hutch mm-hmm. and five hundred dollars for the table and chairs. Mm-hmm. Plus, it comes with a table protector. And yeah, blah, that's blah, a really blah. good deal. Okay, fine. So I took the pictures. Okay, put it up on Facebook Marketplace. Immediately, I get a message about the table and chairs. Mm-hmm. Now, when someone messages me, the first thing I do is I look them up. Yeah, I do too. How long How long have you been mm-hmm. on? Did you just join in 2023? Yep. Have you been on for, you know, since 2007? You're like, mm-hmm. who are you? Mm-hmm. And I look this guy up. I think it was 2022. Which, you know, Mm -hmm. doesn't really mean anything bad, but I'm like, okay. And then I click on his name. He lives in Italy. Mm -hmm. Okay, so there's number one. So I'm like, okay. So he's asking me some questions and I answer. And he says, okay, I'm going to pay you. It goes, I'm going to take it. I'm going to send you the $500 ahead of time. Mm. And my cousin will come pick them up because he can't carry cash. Hmm. Mm-hmm. He, and I said, cash only. Yeah. I just responded, cash only at time of pickup. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Of course, I haven't heard from him since. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. Like, Zelle can actually be a, 
way to protect yourself. I mean, I, I would trust, I've used Zelle a couple of times um, for things like, I don't know, you wouldn't have this out there, but out here, for example, in the desert where there's all these rocks, we have, um, we, our windshields can get replaced. Like, you know, we have really good car insurance. So for example, we get like three, I want to say three windshield replacements a year, which sounds insane, you know, out there, but out here it's like, it's necessary. And one of the one of the places around here that does the replacements, they don't pay like huge advertisement co- corporations to advertise their stuff. They do, they work based on word of mouth and like, you know, people tell each other. And so they'll have like a cash in hand thing. Well, once or twice they've come out and they've just used Zelle to give us the cash instead. So, you know, it's just, I don't know. It's one of those things where I don't feel comfortable carrying around gobs and gobs of cash either. So I kind of think about people that I'm selling to, maybe they maybe they don't like that either. But Zelle, I would trust because Zelle is owned by, in fact, I just watched a program about this. Maybe I could find a link and if I find it, I'll put it in the show notes. But it was basically talking about how, I want to say it's owned by, and, and don't quote me because this is just from, from random memory here. I think it's owned by like six or eight different banks. And Wells Fargo is one of them. You know, some banks that you've heard of, PNC, I want to say maybe. But anyway, it's owned, like that's how they... They don't really make a lot of money with it, but it it's there for engagement. And so that's how it stays afloat. Like that's how it's profitable. In in other words, like it, it doesn't, it's not like the banks make money off of it, but they make money because they get people to engage with their bank. So these different banks that own it, that's why I feel like it's safe because it's owned by the banks because they wouldn't screw that something like that up. They want to make it as safe as possible for their customers. And then, for example, it's I'll, I'll use the word blessed. Like, for example, when I have it set up, um, it expired or not expired, but I think it got disconnected because remember when we switched to Mint Mobile, because it's tied through my phone number, when we switched carriers, see, that's what I mean. Like, I, I feel like it's safe because like they knew that we had switched carriers and said, you know, it's a safety precaution, you know, this, this account is no longer enabled or something like that. And basically like it's, I think it said something about the carrier network has changed. So if you want to use it again, you have to re-sign up. And since that time I haven't had a need for it, but I know that I can just re-sign up with it. No big deal. But the reason why I bring that up is because you don't do it. At least I didn't not through, I think you can do it through the Zelle app, but what I chose to do is I did it through my bank through my bank app, like it, it is right there in the sidebar as an option that you can select. And I trust my bank. I think it's a really good bank. So I figure, well, if they're blessing it, then it must be safe and it must be something that's good to use. So that that's my reasoning. Like those are my, like, I don't really see any red flags when it comes to that. Like that's more of like a green flag, like go, because, you know, this is good the bank is blessing it. It's owned by banks. It's it's safe to use. There's, I think they have, you know, protections and stuff built in there. The thing I'm not sure about is like, for example, for a garage sale, this is where I get stuck then. I'm not sure that I want to give out my phone number to just anybody. You know what I mean? I don't know. I, I don't know why I feel that way. I just, I just feel like, well, what are they going to do? It's just like somebody in the neighborhood, you know, going to a garage sale. Okay. Why does it matter? I, I see that, it. I see it on my bank. I just logged yeah? into my bank. It says send money with Zelle. Okay. So then your bank kind of blesses it, so to speak. Like they're willing to work with Zelle to move money from one bank to another. Because think of it this way. You and I, for example, say I bank with bank A and you bank with bank B. You could say, here's my routing number and my account number. I'll say, okay, I'll go to my bank and I'll plug that information in and I could send you money. But before I can do that, I have to go through this process. It's called it's called ACH, Automatic Clearinghouse. Before I can do that, right. I don't know if you've done this before, I have to set up something where like the banks will talk to each other and they'll say, okay, Melissa, Elisa wants to connect to you so that you can send her money to her bank directly. But first, we need to make sure that you, you are who you say you are. So we're going to send you two random you know, under 50 cent deposits, but it's going to be like a randomized number. Mm-hmm. It'll be like yeah. 39 cents for I've one had that too. And 12 cents for the other. Then you have to log in. You have to answer the questions like how much was the first deposit? How much was the second? Yada, yada, you know, blah, 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 right? You have to do all that stuff. Yep. It takes many, many days. So now enter Zelle. Zelle just like does the handshake thing. Like it just does it for you. It saves time. It doesn't take as long. 
I don't, I don't even know if it takes a day for that to be set up. It's more like you just set it up and boom, you're ready to go. So that's what I'm saying. Like it's, it's, you and I could still do the same thing by exchanging each other's rounding and bank account numbers and going through the whole rigmarole and it would accomplish the same task versus if your bank is, is able to work through Zelle and my bank is able to work through Zelle. We just both sign up for Zelle and then you want to send me money. You just text it to me, just like Apple Pay, you know, basically. But if, if, if say you had an Android, cause I'm actually thinking about doing this with my parents, like who, or other family members who maybe they want to give the kids money, but they don't have an iPhone. So they, or, or what has also happened is one family member doesn't want to use Apple Pay because they don't use a debit card and you need to use a debit card with Apple Pay in order to be able to use right. Apple Cash to text to right. somebody. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, well, you know, never mind that. Let's just use Zelle. And so because it's through their bank, it's a little bit easier to kind of like the bank walks you through how to set it up. So we can accomplish the same task. The only sticking point, like I said, that's where I get stuck is like for you, yeah, you have my phone number, you have my email address, no big deal. But to a stranger that I'm selling, you know, a, a, a fridge to or anything else, do I really want them to have my phone number? Like, what if, you know, what if they, you know, I say all sales are final, like here, it, it's plugged in, it works, you know, here's what it costs. Don't, you know, bring it back to my house and say, well, it doesn't work anymore. And it was like, you're, you're assuming a risk when you buy some, uh, something electronic at a garage sale, right? Um, do I really want that person to have my information? Well, that's the other yeah, thing. That's the other reason why I don't want to do Venmo because yeah. you're giving them your phone number or your email address. See, and I've heard like, too no, many hacks that's, through Venmo. And that's why I don't trust Venmo. But I and see what you're that's one of the things that I put on Marketplace. Mm-hmm. It's like as soon as you say, can you give me your phone number so I can text mm-hmm. you and we can talk about exactly. this you know, offline? I'm like, no. Right. All our communication is through messengers. Right. So if you came, if you were someone who said, yes, I want to buy that piece of furniture you have for $500, all of our communication would be through messenger. And then once you go away with that piece of furniture, mm-hmm. I don't know your email address. Yep. I don't know your exactly. phone number. I might not even know your name. Mm-hmm. And they won't know where you live because you're going to oh, move. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so and I, yeah, I don't know where they live. Mm-hmm. I mean, so I'll I'll ask yeah. them where are you from? Like, where are you coming from? Because mm-hmm. I don't want I don't. Oh, I live on one Main Street. No, no, no. I don't need to know that. Yeah. I just need. Are you coming from Tucson? Are you coming yeah, from so Phoenix? I can give you directions. Are you coming, you know. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I can say, okay, right. you want to go east, or you're about ten minutes from me. Right. So that's kind that of kind the of missing thing, security so. piece for me. Is like, how do I protect my my information if I'm going to use this? I mean, the, you know, the, like I said, the few th- times that I've used it with people that I didn't know was like people that I trusted through this, this glass company, you know, I figure they're, they're vetted and all that kind of stuff. I don't know. I just, I, sometimes you just have to have a little bit of faith and, and trust in a system that they're not out to get you. Is Zell phone number only, or can you do email? Cause if it's email, right. you can do a throwaway I, exactly. email. That's what I was going to say next. That's what was, what I was leading up to is like, I think that's what I might try. Cause last time when I set it up, I did it through the phone number and you know, the, the glass company already had my phone number. So that's why I didn't feel sketchy about giving my phone number out to the person who came to give me the cash on on hand thing because they already had my phone number and they're only going to use my phone number to get my business anyway. So that's why I was okay with that. And, but now I'm thinking, well, maybe I can do it with an email, but use, yeah, like, like a, a throwaway email address. Or maybe I wonder, I haven't tried this yet, but I'll be looking for it. What if I can use, you know, Apple's iCloud plus feature where I could use an automatically generated email, you know, so then, then they'll know that they're getting like a, not a bogus email, but they're getting an email that is throwawayable, that is ditchable. So, yeah, that'll be an experiment. Well, I don't know if you want to do that. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you want to do that because those are, you know, like H seven three Q. You yeah. know, they're these really weird things, and then they mm-hmm. might think that you're a scammer. Right. That's true. So that's a good point. I think you'd be better off. You'd be better Creating off something just that doing looks like, legit, but just you know, maybe my Yahoo yeah. address and not my Gmail address. Yeah, exactly. Because I've done exactly. that. Like I have multiple something that, email addresses for different things. But yeah, I do, I do have too. I have one that I only use for entering sweepstakes and you know stuff like that. Not that I do that anymore, but like who has the time? Right. Yeah. So that'll be something to explore as we sell things and try to do it safely. And then you know it'll be nice if we can figure that out because then we can share the tips that that we've used to sell things safely and see if it works for us. It might work for you. 
So three weeks, the countdown starts now, huh? You're gonna yeah, and record so this podcast and, and what did and I pack do? up the uh, microphone. Uh, yes, yes. As soon as this is all edited and everything, all my hard drives and my technology <laughs> mm. all goes into the box. I mean, the desk that I'm sitting at now, which is an arm, it's base, it's an armoire. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. I've already like taken it apart. There's no doors anymore up here. Wow. There's no doors on the bottom. And then I think tomorrow I'm going to take the top off. That's the real um, deal. Yeah, I'm just uh, really like happening. me and my screwdriver. We've been we've been yeah. like ta- I, well, I shouldn't say we. Tom just comes home, yeah. brings me boxes, uh-huh. and then <laughs> I say to him, "Okay, this now put them in the garage." Now. <laughs> and I'm, I, I've been taking things apart, and yeah. I've been like up and down the stairs, up and down the stairs, you know, packing and like, bring me home newspapers, wrapping yeah. things up. And now, if you look in our kitchen cabinets, there's like just there's like. Um, a, a couple of plates, yeah. a couple of drinking yep. glasses. I saved him a wine glass. You know, <laughs> all the pots. The you know, most of the pots and pans are all picked. You know, they're yeah. all they're all packed right. up. So it's just it's weird opening up the cabinets, going, oh my gosh, now, they're empty. What are you doing for your boxes? Do you have like a numbering system, or how are you going to know? I decided not to do that because I th- go in. Yeah. yeah, I thought about that mm-hmm. to saying, well, let me create a spreadsheet, and then I can say, okay, box one. This has all my book, you know, this has all my books and mm-hmm. maybe write some of the, you know, write things down. Mm-hmm. And I just said, you know something, that's just getting a little too anal. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. It, it did help my cousin, us. I mean, you're just two people, but it, it my cousin did, did it for his move, mm-hmm. but he had to pack up a pot mm-hmm. and he still isn't in his house yet. His new house that he's building. right. Yeah. You're so going for right. Him, that's a little bit house. of a different story. Yeah. I'm going from my house to another yeah. house. So all I did was write things like, um, craft items mm-hmm. and then i would write study mm-hmm. which was, means put it in my new study yeah. and then most of the stuff is just going in the basement it's like the mm-hmm. stuff that's important that i need on a day-to-day basis mm-hmm. that's going to go in the bedroom that in the kitchen take it out last it needs to go in <laughs> yeah. and then once i get like you know the food is put away and toiletries are put away and the bed and the sheets mm-hmm. and everything is done then i can go in the basement and say okay this box okay this is going to go in this room mm-hmm. okay this box this is going to go in this room and do that yeah. a little slower. We had to use the we t- we use the notes app, and we would take a picture. We write a number on the box. We would take a picture, and then we would kind of like briefly like talk about what the contents were. We had to do that because we were living out of storage. You know, we were living with my mother. Yeah, that's a different story. And then all of our stuff was yeah. in storage, and then till we could get it in here. And that I have to say really helped out because there were several times we're like, where is that thing? And you know, we could do a search, or you know, somebody would look through the list. I mean, we had like some like, I don't know, in that just in that list alone, with the boxes that actually got put in there. I want to say there was like 72 boxes or something like that. So it was a long list. In fact, I think we split we split it up into two separate notes, because it got really long. And it was it was just too much trouble to scroll through it so so much. But that really did help because we could either do a search for the item if it had been listed, you know, as a keyword search, or we had to rely on the people who packed the boxes, like, hey, can you look at this picture? Do you think it's in this box? <laughs> you know, Does it make sense that it would be with this other stuff? Or you could say, yeah, that was located near that, so it probably went, or is in that category, so it probably went in that box. So yeah, that that really helped us. And I, and I have to tell you, like, again, I mean, it's a year, a year and two months now that since we've moved. And just this past weekend, I finally, finally, finally found a set of pillows and pillowcases that I had been hunting mm-hmm. for. It took a year and I finally found them because they got put somewhere where they, where it made no sense. They were out in the garage somewhere. And so I had to wash everything because it had like, you know, garage dusty smell, but I finally found that I'm like, Oh, finally. So now I finally officially feel like I live here because I found those damn <laughs> pillowcases. <laughs> I would have made myself nuts. I would have I would have made a spreadsheet. Uh I would have made myself crazy. How many spreadsheets I have going right now between uh, money that I've already spent on the new house versus what we still need to spend. I did the vendors that I talked to, and then the different steps. Plus, my husband selling his store, which Mm. is going to be closing around the same time as we move. I'm Mm. like, my head is ready to explode. Like we have spreadsheets, same but different. We were selling our house while we were living at it. Yeah, I know what you're going through. Yeah. Yeah. And then what do I do in the middle of all this packing? I said, hmm, I have a spreadsheet <laughs> already made up of all the albums I have. Right. Let me now add to that a separate tab for the 45s I yeah. have, the CDs I have, and the cassette tapes I have. So Alisa. I have my little 
tell me you have ADHD without telling me you have ADHD. Yeah. <laughs> I, oh, I absolutely do. <laughs> yeah. Like my, my kids yeah, do. And I, I probably it's mild. Too, it's, so mild. It. it's mild, but I do have yeah. it. And, and, and I, and I told Tom when he came home and I get the, I just get the, the look, look like, uh, yeah, that, that's something that you would do. I said, I have 504 albums and I have, you know, 200 CDs or whatever the number happened to be. And look at, and I said, I don't have some of the th- songs on my 45s that I thought I did. <laughs> I wonder if I'm missing any, if someone took my 45s. And so now I know if you can see, but back there is my stereo. Uh So what I've been doing is as I sit in front of my computer every morning, look through my email and, you know, Facebook and Twitter and whatnot, I put my record on. And then after I listen to both sides, it goes into the milk crate, Mm -hmm. meaning it's written. you have a system. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep, I have a system, so I'm listening to them all. As I'm not going to have time to listen to everything because I have, have your 504. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have 504, and I've probably listened to about 100 so far. This is why we're friends. <laughs> and I keep telling him, I said, I want to buy a jukebox. I oh, like, no. an actual jukebox? <laughs> yes, to friends of ours in? have a jukebox. Nice. The, oh, the 45s. Records? Oh, 45 records? Oh, one of those. Wow, where do you even get one of those? I, Facebook Marketplace? You have to... <laughs> E- probably eBay. Mm-hmm. A friend bought one, yeah. so he said, "If you if you want one, let me know." He goes, "I'll yeah. help you get one." Probably from I'm bars like, that one. liquidate and sell off their stuff and modernize. Yeah, I I would recommend that. That I I will say that helped us. There was something that we knew that we were just going to be so stressed and so overwhelmed, and we wanted something new to gift ourselves. I mean, it's actually an anniversary present for ourselves, but we picked a hot tub and it was just an inflatable one, but just to try it out to see if we really wanted to maybe in the future, get like a real, you know, actual hot tub in the ground or something like that. Um, which doing this has told us, no, we don't. <laughs> the The inflatable one is just, <laughs> is just enough for us. It's like, it's just enough maintenance on top of everything else. Um, but we decided that that would be the very first thing. So that might be your jukebox, but pick something that will be just a reward for yourselves and it'll be the very first thing. Forget about dishes. Forget about all the other things you wrap, you know, your bed, any of that stuff. That's what we did. The very first thing that we installed here at the house was the hot tub because we wanted that one thing for us to sit and relax after a hard, long, hard day of moving and unpacking and all that kind of stuff. And and that really, really was worth it. It really was. At first I was like, this is just insane. We don't need this. We don't need this. This is not necessary. But you know what? It turned out to be. It really was necessary. So I don't know if it's yeah, going to be a us, jukebox. It's finishing the basement. No, no, because no, okay. he doesn't want a jukebox. So that's going to that's ah, going to be okay. a little bit of a fight. Maybe, maybe ah. we'll see. <laughs> but it'll be finishing the basement because uh, we're not going to have. You know, we have a game room right now. We're finishing the basement. Bar. In the old house or the new fa- the, the new house finishing the, the new house. Yeah, oh, we okay. Yeah, they're not. They're not. We're getting an unfinished basement. I'm oh. Like, oh. So we want to finish the basement because that's okay. going to be his man cave. Uh, I said, if you think yeah. when you're retired, you're going to right. be under my feet all day long. Oh, guess again. <laughs> well, but that's what I mean. Like I am putting you to the basement. So that's good. So it's it's your place to retreat. That's what I'm saying. Pick something that that's is his your place retreat. to retreat. Yeah. And make yeah. that the first I have thing my that study. you do when you move in. Hmm. Yeah, but it's not going to be the first thing because mm-hmm. it's not like I can go to a builder today and say, come over, and he comes mm-hmm. over tomorrow and he starts the next day. Well, think of something it's, smaller. It's then. rough. Think of something smaller. It's, it's rough. Even if it's yeah, just it's, a rocking chair, just something, a beanbag, you know, anything. Just I have concerts respite. lined up. I have concerts lined up. Okay. All right. We're, we're going to... We go, so I you have your... Out-of-town concerts. You have your stress relief plan, then, it sounds like. Because that's, that's yeah, what I'm really getting at. we have an April concert. Mm-hmm. We have an October concert. Wow. Okay. Then you're going to be busy. Yeah. Baltimore. <laughs> going, to, going to see Billy Joel in Baltimore. That, that'll actually be good then because that gets you out of the house and away from it where you're putting into a situation where you cannot think about the stuff that's going on in the house. You have to take your mind off of it. So that's that's good. I think good points for mental health there. <laughs> so we will see. So we should briefly, if that's possible, <laughs> talk talk a little bit about Macedon, which... Sure. I signed up for just Just before we hit the record button. Because, you know, we eat our own dog food here. (laughs) Yeah, and I have no idea if I'm even going to have time to look at it. You might not, but I still think it's a good thing that you signed up for it. Because I think you just need to get the ball rolling. Because I really think Twitter's not long for this world. I I don't know. I mean, 
Will Twitter still be around? Yes, Twitter will still be around. But will it be the same? It already isn't the same anymore. It's already, I don't know, I just feel personally like it's being ruined. There's so many ads. Everything costs money now. They're monetizing it like crazy. It's not for and people like you and me anymore. It's for like businesses and, and there's, high rollers. There's so, well, there, there's also so many people who I have reported so many people for things like if if you disagree with me, whether it's politically or for any other reason, you disagree with me, I don't report you. Right. You yeah, you know, that's I don't do that. But you post I won't go into detail, but I reported someone who posted pornography that was making a woman do something against her will. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep, there's a lot of that. And I reported that for violence. Mm. And they just said, yeah, he didn't break any rules. Mm. Like, really? Mm. Mm -hmm. This wasn't mutual. If it was mutual, that's one thing. But you could see that she was being forced to do something against her will. And then I've reported people who use... I mean, blatant isn't even right the word. I mean, they just come right out and use homophobic, yeah. racist, anti-Semitic words. Yeah, hate speech. And no, they didn't. They didn't break any rules. Like, really? Yeah, and a lot of that didn't break any rules. They laid off so many people at Twitter that I just think mm-hmm. that they don't have the team. And what you're probably getting is just an automated response. Yeah, I get the same email. Mm-hmm. We're sorry. We know you don't like this, but so and so didn't break any of our rules. Like, really? Yeah, I just don't. They're really, not, they're not staffed, or they just don't care. Yeah. So there's there's that whole component to it. But then the other part that bugs me is just that he's charging for things that didn't used to be like the APIs. That's that's the thing that really for me. And I'm not a developer, but I have a lot of friends who are developers. That's the thing for me that really just I think that was the last straw like I still I still will keep my Twitter account only because like I don't want somebody else squatting on my name and you know I've had it since 2007 or 2008 or something like that Mm. I'm not just going to give that up so I'm going to keep the account and I'm going to keep you know I'm going to try to keep vigilant on it and I still will go in there and read stuff and occasionally post something but it's not the community and and it and it hasn't been for some time if I'm honest it just hasn't been there are so many people now that are on mastodon that i feel like oh my gosh i haven't seen you in ages <laughs> you know it's like they've been there the whole time all these people are on twitter but so much other stuff gets in the way of just being able to see who you're you who you're in a community with all the ads all the other i mean of course, there's there's a lot of similarities with Mastodon. Of course, it's it's not an apples to apples thing, but there are a lot of features that started out on Twitter that are I'm seeing over, but they use different terminology. Like for example, the retweets. It's called boosting. Um, it's not a tweet; it's a toot, and you know, it takes a little while to get over that. But you know, all, yeah, it gets confusing because there's servers and there's instances mm-hmm. yes. and. Yeah. What I need to do is, I think I told you this before we hit the record button, is if you're a member of Screencast Online, mm-hmm. Don McAllister did a whole tutorial on Mastodon. And I, I watched it, but I wasn't totally paying attention. Right, yeah. So I need to go back in and watch yeah. it again and, and like this time yeah. pay attention. Yeah, I watched a few videos here and there. I've read a few snippets of articles. I've read things on Mastodon. I'm I'm one of those types of people where I because well I mean I'll just come right out and say it like I have a small business and I mean it's not a big business it's a small business but it's still a business nonetheless so whenever a new social network comes up I I'm inclined to just sign up for an account just so that I can you know get my get my feet planted you know I'll just dip my toe in so to speak like when I I I regretted there was another social media network that I regretted I I thought oh I'm never going to use that and I didn't sign up for an account, and then it became really popular, and then I wished I had because then someone else got my handle. So just from that aspect, so I signed up for Mastodon back in like 2017, I think, and I tried to use it, but again, like I told you, it was a ghost town and crickets, and there just there really wasn't anybody using it, and I wasn't sure, you know, how it was going to go, but I nonetheless created the account, and every once in a while I would check it, and then lately, all of a sudden, it's been getting, you know, it's been going a little bit more. I don't know if I want to say mainstream. Maybe we're not quite there yet, but I think it's it's coming soon. Um, but more and more people. There's so many, though. You've got Mastodon. Yeah. You've got 
counter social, yep. tribal. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm on post, mm-hmm. yes, he, which I, I, I don't even look at, but I signed up for post. There's spoutable. Wow. That's there's so many of them. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah, yeah there's, there's a lot. lot and there, there are people are going, yes, I have an account with every single one. Like, no, I, I can't keep up well, with no, that. Well, no, and I don't and keep it doesn't up with it matter. Either, but I use one password. And who, it doesn't matter who you I are. Just, yeah, but I mean, it doesn't matter whether you're there to talk politics or you're there to talk technology, you're there to talk knitting. That's just too much. Mm-hmm. It is. It's a lot. It's, I only it's do too it many different services. But I'm glad that I registered for this because it is becoming popular. But I hear other people saying it and I'm experiencing it the same way. Just, just, just what I had said is like now it feels like the original Twitter. It feels like, oh, we're you know getting to meet people and find out what their interests are and actually just conversing with just people without all the other stuff in the way. And so it's just become it's just a more pleasant experience. So I'm I'm really happy with it, and um, I'll put a link to it in the show notes. But the app that I'm using uh, is called Ice Cubes, and it's a free app. It is donationware. I did donate to the developer, and I encourage everybody to do the same thing. Um, someone else gave me a tip, though. I made my donation through the in-app. It's as an in-app purchase, and you can choose your donation level. I did it that way because that's the only thing that I'd, I'd known about, but then someone else said, and this is something you should check for other developers, is see if they have an account on GitHub. And if you donate through there, then they get the full price. And you know, Apple doesn't take the big chunk that they normally take. So that's a pro tip that I learned on Mastodon. <laughs> so mm-hmm. so you now have a Mastodon account. I have a Mastodon account. Um, we'll put our, our handles yeah, and our links in the show notes. Yeah, it's just really... It's definitely confusing. Yeah, it'll be confusing as for we a discovered. While. You know, trying to find trying to find people that you know their names, but they don't necessarily show up mm-hmm. unless you do it in a certain way, yes. or you have to like do a back door to get there. Right. And yeah. the navigation is a little kludgy gotta... for right now. Um, I'll admit that. And yeah, I did understand the whole server instance thing, and I'm still debating um, the. The server that I saw, I should use the word instance. The instance that I signed up for is um, mastodon.cloud. And like I said, I signed up back in 2017 and it's got, I forget how many users it has. Um, It was originally, I want to say originally it was um, a Japanese server. I didn't know this until later, but, and then I think it got sold to somebody in the United States. So now it is being managed, you know, in the United States um, there are 240,000 users with 4.9 million posts. And that number goes up and up and up every day. Um, I don't know if you tried. Did you try setting up an account with .cloud? Are they still taking? Because that's the other thing that you can run into. Like you experienced it earlier. Um, I think with, with, with social. social. Yeah, Mastodon, but the word so spelled I, out. Mastodon.social, yeah. but the whole word Mastodon spelled right. out. They weren't accepting but new now- users. But Mastodon yeah, but now it's M. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay. And it's, see now, like right now, I'm logged in, but mm-hmm. when I click on your name, mm-hmm. so I can see who you're following to make it easier for me to just go. Oh, I want to yes. follow this person. Click a click. What happens is it brings up your page, but now it says log in. Mm-hmm. And when I go to log in, it's not taking my name and password. Is that because you're trying? I think what's happening is you're trying to log into Mastodon.cloud. Because that's the instance that I'm on. Yeah, that right, and it will. But not then take, what happens? Yeah. Right, but then what happens is when I click on your name, so I can see who you're following, mm-hmm. so that I can follow um, back to the cloud, and I can't do it that way. Right, so you have to. It, right. it could ju- it could mm-hmm. just be inexperienced. Right, and that's you know that's I just need to get about, used to this. That's what take me off about the whole API thing is because when I signed up for it, it was super easy because. There was a developer who made um, a tool called Move to Dawn. And that was one of several tools. And at first, I wasn't sure about it. But I talked to a couple of friends. And they were like, yeah, use this. This is what I used. And so I used it. And it was just super easy. It just it, it took all of the followers that I had on Twitter. And it went through and just automatically combed through and said, you know, these people are on Mastodon. And all I had to do was click a button. And it basically just followed everybody for me. And it was super easy. And then I went back like, a, I guess, a week later, because then there was talk about the APIs being um, no longer work anymore because he was going to start charging for them. And even the developer said, you know, probably today is going to be the last day that you can use this tool. So you better go use it. And so I did. 
And there was a couple more people, not many, but there was like a couple more people that had since created Mastodon accounts and it found them and I followed them too. So I never had to go through all that stuff, but now I will just like you. Yeah. Now is like, well, how are we going to find people and follow them when it seems like you, you have to click on, and this is just from clicking on another person's followers list. It, it doesn't seem very intuitive and easy right now to just click follow. Like you said, it, it'll take you, if you click that, it'll take you to a site where it wants you to log in, but you don't have an account there yet because there's, they're on a different instance. So then you have to copy their handle. So you basically have to know what their handle is and you have to know what instance they're on. And that's what you have to paste in the search bar for your instance. And then you can follow them from there. But there is a lot of like copying and pasting and switching back and forth just to follow one person. That's see what I mean? Like just like I was talking about the whole, um, you know, sharing a an account number and a um, router number versus or uh, yeah, routing number versus just using Zelle. Zelle is like the tool that uses we'll call them API tokens, but it's probably not that. But they they use all that information between the banks to just make it happen for you. Whereas here we need a tool just like Move to Dawn where it'll just make it happen so that you can follow like a whole list of people from someone else's list. And that's, I think, being developed. You know what I mean? Because everybody else is having the same issue. So somebody's going to build a tool for it. But, you know, this is how this is how Twitter started. And, you know, back in the early days of Twitter, a lot of us signed up for some other uh, social media. Like, I think Plurk is still around. Remember when we would have the fail whale? When Twitter would go down because the servers got overloaded because yeah. it was growing. Yep. Yeah, I do. And then we'd have to go over to Plurk and everybody would do it. <laughs> you know, it was like, okay, we'll just continue this conversation over on Plurk. And then, you know, we would talk about it over there. And, you know, that's probably what's happening here. There's a little bit of growing pains as far as servers go. There had been a server, I think, that had a DDoS attack or something. And there was a server that was down. You know, all of this stuff is going to take time to learn it there's going to be growing pains but i just i okay i'm really enjoying I, it <laughs> so yeah it's worth it i did me. just find when i was looking through your list of followers mm -hmm. i just you know clicked on a couple opened them in a new tab and it says okay so if you want to follow this individual if if i am on the same server so if my server is dot cloud i could just sign in mm -hmm on that server. If you are on a different server, which I am, it says copy and paste this URL yes. into the search field of your favorite Macedon app or the web interface. Right. So I, it had, it had his name, copy, went back to my page, hit paste, boom, yep. he shows, yep, yep. boom, he right. shows That's up, what I, was I saying, follow, But you have to do that for each Which person. is a pain. Right. Which is a pain. Mm-hmm. Yep. So I'm doing, following this person, same thing. So I hit copy. Yes, yeah, so you have to copy their to whole here. handle, which is their at their yeah. their handle name. So for me, for me, I make it easy. Mine's just the Mac Mommy. You don't have to search for Melissa Davis. You can just go into Mastodon and search for the Mac Mommy, and you'll find me somewhere because I'll show up on some instance somewhere. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's just a brief overview of Mastodon. I'm I'm sure we have so much to learn. Yeah, I'm enjoying it though. I'm still I I, I think the app that you use will also have an impact. I mean, the website is cool. There's there's things in the website that I've seen that I haven't seen in the app. Like I can find out about details about the instance, but I'm really happy with the Ice Cubes app on my iPhone and my iPad. I like it so much that it's one of those things, and I was telling you before before we started recording that I still haven't upgraded to Ventura yet, but I'm really itching to do so because there's there's starting to get to be things where I mean, aside from the clients that I'm helping, they're starting to be on Ventura, they're getting new Macs or something. I need to have, you know, the version that they're having, but also the Ice Cubes app only runs in thirteen on up. So I am itching to upgrade. So that'll be a future topic. My experience with Ventura. Not going near Ventura. No. I've heard nothing but bad. So, yeah. like, you know, if it ain't broke, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I'm just leaving it alone. Well, it's only been out since, what, October, I want to say. So it's still pretty shiny. But I think they're up to, I mean, they've, they've done a, a point a point release. They've, they're up to 13.2 now, I believe. So, I mean, it's getting patched. What, what do you think is going to push you over the edge? I mean, besides like getting settled in your house, but let's, let's say, for example, after you move, what, what is usually your, what's your determining factor for when you decide to finally upgrade 
to the next operating system? What pushes you over the edge? Sometimes it's just I don't feel like it. (laughs) I've gone a year. Yeah, yeah. Like there's nothing nothing in the new OS that's making me say, oh, I must have that feature. So many times I have looked at the new features, whether it's iOS or Mac, and we and, and you and I would talk about it yeah. and go, oh, I can't wait yeah. for this feature. Yeah. It seems so great. Yeah. And then it comes out and you go, eh, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's okay. And, and you never use it. Well, for me, so the there's nothing in Ventura. In iOS that I really, really like that is almost like a deal breaker in upgrading is the email feature where you can remind yourself about an email or respond later you know, send it later in scheduling because of yeah. my small business. See, that's a business need that I have. And I'm using it on my iPhone. And then I think, oh, I want to do this on the Mac. And then, oh, that's right. It doesn't have that feature yet. So yeah, it's like little things like that that needle away at me that I think, yeah, I think it's going to be time to upgrade. And and I really have no, I really have no good excuse not to because I do have a backup. I have an older laptop that I could still run Monterey on, I believe, or at least Big Sur. And I could use that if they're, you know, if like, say, for example, like, say, my printer doesn't work or something like that. You know, I could use that if I had to in a pinch. That wouldn't be, you know, a huge letdown. I did think about doing my father's computer. Oh, the one, right. I haven't turned it on in months. Well, there you go. Uh, I thought about doing that. I thought, well, when I'm cleaning out the craft room and packing up, maybe I can just turn the computer on, mm-hmm. you know, wait 20 minutes. Yeah. And upgrade, because I'm pretty sure it'll be upgraded because it's only from 2016. So I'm sure I can update. And I figured, you know, worst case scenario, there's nothing on that computer. If it's 2016, so if I, needed to- I don't think it'll go to Ventura. But it would at least go to Big Sur, I want to say. Because I have a 2016. No, no, I'm sorry. Not 2016, 2019. Oh, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. Then it will. Yes, because yes, I just I bought him 2018 and it, and it goes up to Ventura. Yeah. 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 I bought him a computer same time I bought mine. I bought mine in 2019. I don't, for some reason, because I have a 16-inch MacBook Pro, yeah. I think 16, right. I go 2016. Nope, that that's sense. not it. It's 2019. You should do it because wouldn't it be but really I, funny if that I figure worst it? case scenario, that's what I thought. Yeah. I was like, gee, what, what would happen? Like, if what do you have to lose? But he was running, he was running, I don't remember what he was running but it's currently running monterey and it is so oh my god it's so horrible but i figure eh, worst case scenario it's no better than it was before and i have nothing on it there's no music there's no photos i mean i am signed into icloud but i didn't download photos i didn't download music nothing yeah you can individually switch those services off yeah, I'm not hurting anything if I choose, if it dis- ends up foobarring the computer. You should do it. I double dog. I might. I might. Because I have like so much free time right now. <laughs> yeah, but that's something you can like run in the background because it's just going to progress bar the whole time anyway. Yeah. Just, yeah. That's just what I, that's set what it up I, I might and then do. go do something else. And then that way you won't be like pulling your hair out like, oh my God, it's still doing it. Like you could forget about it yeah, for like a whole day. Yeah, but I'm not like that. I'm, I'm usually just staring. No, go, Come on. a watch pot Come on. doesn't Let's boil go. and a progress bar doesn't progress if you stare at it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, but I'm I'm one of those people. I'm a, you know, I do not appreciate hurry up and wait. <laughs> and I'm also, you know, yeah, but this you're, is the you're, type A in you just, me. You're buying this a house. The, you're, you're nothing but hurry up and wait right now. <laughs> oh my God. Well, this yeah, is we your know. Life. Believe me, we know. It's... <laughs> It's, I don't want to end the show because I know it means you're going to pack up your microphone. <laughs> yes, I am. I have to. I'm just not going to have the time. I know. Because hopefully, let's see, when we're recording this, it's very possible that two weeks from today, we're doing our walkthrough. Yeah. So, and I'm just not going to have the time to record and edit yeah. and yeah. It's just not going to happen. Yeah. So we, we might take a hiatus. I don't know. It depends on if I can find some people to fill in, see what kind Come of on, Get in touch with get. Melissa. Yeah. Get in touch with Melissa and say that you want to record with her. But how do the people do that? Well, we have the traditional ways. We have our email address, which is podcast at geekiestshowever.com. You can just send, send us an email. Um, you could go to geekyshowever.com, the website, and click on the contact tab, and that will send us an email. Just depends on what you're feeling like doing that day. Um, I still am on Twitter. You could at me, the Mac Mommy, on Twitter. But mm-hmm. what I really would like to see, if you're listening, if you want to check out Mastodon and you want to follow some cool people, uh, Lisa and I are both on there, you can follow me on Mastodon. You guessed it, the Mac Mommy, and it's at Mastodon. 
mastodon.cloud. Mastodon is spelled out, M-A-S-T-O-D-O-N dot cloud. And where can they follow you, Elisa? Well, on Twitter, it's at Elisa Paselli one On Mastodon, it is at Sensei Dai at Mastodon.social, but this is M-S-T-D-N. Kind of confusing. Yeah. When I went to sign up, they said that Mastodon.social wasn't taking any more users. And then I was kind of looking around and I thought, ooh, here's a back door I can go through without realizing mm-hmm. it was the abbreviated mstdn.social but this will all be in the show notes yeah and also in our in our um our google doc for weeks we have been keeping a list of different things we've been watching on tv and movies and so forth and every week we just keep pushing it forward pushing it forward (laughs) pushing it forward so eventually maybe when when uh i'm able to come back yeah probably in april or so if I even remember right. what these shows were even about. Well, I can you know, tell you about point, my shows. Like, oh. you, you, can fret, you can forget about your shows. I'll tell you about my shows. And then you can just watch the shows that I've been watching. <laughs> well, I'm looking at your list and I've seen yeah. a lot of them. And you, the bottom two that you have listed are on my list to watch. And, and I, that's all and I'm going to say. I think you will like them both. And that's all we'll say. That's all I'm going to say about those. Yeah. That's all I will say about those. You'll have to listen to a future episode to see what our our new recommendations are for TV watching. I wouldn't call mine recommendations, though. (laughs) They're just shows that I watch. They're shows that you tolerate. (laughs) Yeah, that's about it. That's about it. So on that high note, I want to say thank you so much for listening. We will talk to you soon, or at least Melissa will talk to you again in a few weeks, hopefully. And until then, please stay safe. 